What's up, guys? You are now listening to the UVU podcast, where you will learn, apply, and develop all the knowledge that I will give you about the human body. Don't forget to give my socials a follow at PPFit. Now pay attention, because class is in session. Welcome, everyone, to the next episode of the UVU podcast with me, Patty Parr. Today, we're going to go, it could be very, very short, it could be very, very long, who knows, but today we're going to talk about protein, and more importantly, protein supplements. A lot of people like to, to think of using protein supplements during their gym days or their, um, their gym sessions because they've been told since the beginning, whether you're a male, female, that you've always been told to take protein because protein helps you go big and strong, all that kind of jazz. Uh, but do you really need it? A lot of um, a lot of people uh, that come into the gym, they always they always ask me, do I need to take protein supplements? Uh, where do I get protein supplements? Where do I do this? Where do I do that? And I always say, look, if it's going to come in every now and then, just there's no point. Um, but I'll get into that in a bit. Um, I will firstly say that protein supplements, um, they don't have any side effects. Um, they have more benefits than, than side effects. So if you want to take protein, go for it. I'm not a qualified nutritionist. So if you want to take it, um, and if you feel like you want to take it, consult your nutritionist or dietitian first and then get that out of the way. And then, uh, then you'll have a more certain opinion or certain factual opinion to go off of. Um, so in this podcast, I'll probably explain what protein does to your body and what the benefits you get from it. So I'll probably stay away from the the side effects just because there's not too much to go on, but I haven't really researched in that area. Uh, and then, yeah, so we'll get straight into it. So I used to use protein like religiously pretty much. So, and they're about $70, $80 for each container. It's fucking expensive protein. And that would probably last around a month. And then another month rolls around and then another $70 come out a month, $70. And I couldn't justify spending 70 bucks on some protein where I could just buy some chicken breast and rice and broccoli and all that kind of stuff and just have it with that for less than half of that price. So I, I couldn't justify spending that much on protein. I couldn't. And I didn't really see any changes in my body while I was taking the protein. So I started to wonder if that even if that money was worth it. Uh, so, but that was just me. So my my body um, is probably not factual or anything, but my body doesn't take to like drugs or supplements or anything like that. Uh, like a normal person, like I, I need more Panadol than uh, the pe- more people I know. I need more Nurofen. I need more uh, creatine and and protein and pre-workout to get to get it going kind of thing so and some people might have effects that i do but this is probably just my um my knowledge and my experience so i didn't start to i didn't see any changes with the protein so i i stopped it i stopped buying it and i started to research on why uh, why protein works and what it does to uh, more importantly whey protein so this is isn't the uh, the vegan protein, the um, all the other proteins. This is whey protein. Uh, so this it, it's about to get a little bit sciencey. So if you don't want this, uh, skip for a couple of minutes, and then I'll get back into it. 
Uh, so whey protein basically comes from milk and another substance you probably don't really need to know. And they combine and then they bring out whey. So whey at the start is in its liquid form and then they dry it out, they crunch it up and that turns into the whey powder. And obviously you can't just eat that whey powder by itself. So they add in fats and what was the other one? Proteins and lactose. So lactose is probably the main thing they need to worry about now. So obviously lactose comes from the whey uh, powder itself because it comes from the cow. So whey protein, after all these processes go into play, uh, they, held, they hold a number of different amino acids. So amino acids are often referred to as the building blocks of proteins. So they're compounds that, that, that play many, many critical roles in your body, uh, like building up proteins, building up muscle, um, metabolic activities in your, in your gut system. And they're needed for vital processes such as the synthesis of muscle, so protein pro- muscle protein synthesis, which I'll talk about soon, and they they help build neurotransmitters as well. But anyway, we're we're not here to talk about neurotransmitters. We're here to talk about protein. So whey protein holds a number of different amino acids like glutamine, tyrosine, arginine, lysine, glycine, and etc. There's there's much more uh, going in there. But the main amino acid that you need to know. Uh, in this whey protein is branched chain amino acids. So there are a group of them. So BCAA, you've all, you've all heard these before. Some people take them, some people don't. It's up to them really, really individual. So there's a main BCAA, so branched chain amino acids, and this is called leucine. So L-E-U-S-C-I-N-E, sorry. So leucine. So when this is paired with resistance training, it can gradually and significantly increase muscle protein synthesis. I can never get that word down, Pat. Muscle protein synthesis. I'm just going to say MPS for now on. So MPS is muscle protein synthesis. <laughs> but so MPS needs to outweigh muscle protein breakdown, which is MPB. But I'm just going to say muscle protein breakdown. So muscle protein breakdown is the breakdown of the muscle, especially post-exercise. So when you're training you get mini tears in your muscles and after training it continually breaks down so you need to make sure that your mps is outweighing your muscle protein breakdown so having protein pre and post exercise can help with muscle protein synthesis so back to the protein there are two types of whey protein so you might not need to dose but it's kind of a interesting little information um so whey protein, two types, whey isolate and whey concentrate. So since they both come from cows, so this is very, very simply put, whey isolate is for lactose intolerant people. So you can kind of see it in its um, in its name, whey isolate isolates the protein and they cut out more fat and lactose. So obviously the flavor from the fat and lactose is cut out so they have to put some external um, sweeteners and sugars in there to make it taste a bit better and whey concentrate is probably the more more popular one for people without a lactose intolerant or they are tolerant of lactose Uh, they have about 80% protein 20% fat and lactose so that's where they get the flavor from so whey concentrate is more um, it's less protein based but has more fat and lactose so it kind of tastes better Uh, so 
let's get down to the study aspect of protein. So there is a huge meta-analysis uh, that I found on the interwebs. They they measured 13 weeks of training with protein supplement, um, and they they found that after these 13 weeks, protein supplementation in, improved in strength, size, and lean muscle mass. But it, it's not that impressive as you would have thought. So on their 1RM, so 1RM being one repetition max, so this is the maximum amount of weight that they can lift with one rep. They increased their 1RM by on average on 27 kilograms in that 13 weeks. So that is the control group. So that's the people without protein supplementation, sorry. So they improved their uh, weight by 27 kilograms. While people with protein supplementation, it the protein supplements helped to gain an extra 9%, so 2.49 kilograms. So it's really not that much when you come to the nitty-gritty aspects of it. They also found out, this is a bit of extra knowledge, they also found out that the benefits of increased protein supplements plateaued after probably consuming, I think it was 1.6 grams per kilogram a day. So if you were a professional athlete, then like which where every single rep, uh, every single kilogram, every single gram helped, then 100% spend that money on some high quality protein. Don't buy the crap from Coles because that will mess up your gut like absolutely nothing else. So don't go to Coles to buy protein. Um, best bet would be go down to old mate at Spartan Warehouse. Um, Patrick and Zach down there, they have some really good protein down there. Uh, ask them about any protein like that and they'll lead you straight to it. Uh, but if you are just an average gym goer, you're just going there to get some fitness and you go in there to get a bit healthier. Actually, just going to the gym is, is so much more, um, so much better stimulus than just protein supplementation. So you're not really needing it. You should um, get enough protein from your balanced diet. So if you get a good diet, so not just Macca's and KFC and, and takeaway and crap like that. If you have a balanced diet, so good brekkie, so cereal, then a lunch, you have like a salad roll, chicken salad roll, and then at tea, you have a nice steak and veggies. So that is a brilliant diet that you can live off and get way, way more protein than you can ever like need pretty much. So just to reiterate, um, does, do you need protein? If you are an elite athlete or you're a powerlifter or you're in a competition or anything like that, definitely can help you where every percent counts or every rep counts, every anything that will help you improve, definitely use it. 